Hey everybody, welcome to Outspoken. I am your host, Justin White, and this is episode 72. Um, coming at you a little bit late this week, but uh, you know what they say about being late versus not showing up at all. I believe there's a saying about that. Um, here I am, and uh, I don't often talk about politics on this podcast for a number of reasons. Um, mostly I find them infuriating and frustrating and exasperating. Um, so I've actually had to take a huge step back from even absorbing any of it because it's uh, damaging to my soul. But I've been tuning in a bit to the impeachment hearings this past week. And um, while that is also quite exasperating for me, given that much of it is a total sham. Um, I figure this is as good a time as any to talk about this stuff. So I invited my friend Michelle, who is quite smart and follows this stuff much more closely than I do, to talk about that and other stuff. So um, please bear with me when I get heated and a bit angry. Um, I really try to operate from a place of love and I often find that hard to do these days given what's happening in the world and given the behavior of certain individuals and groups so let's listen to a bit of the climate march from last year and then let's talk to Michelle Welcome. Thanks. Or I guess I should say welcome back. Yeah. Um, thanks again for being here. No problem. Uh, we talked a little bit about, well, we didn't really. We, we brushed on what we might talk about. Yeah. And the first thing you said was, how did you put it? <laughs> dystopia. Fuck what dystopia. <laughs> right. So <laughs> Pardon my French. Do you want to start with that? Do you want to start talking of there or should we start lighter? Or it's up to that... you. Yeah, yeah, you make the call. Well... I mean, it's definitely a topic. Well, maybe we should rephrase it so that more people understand what we're talking about. <laughs> so they're not like, that's mean. Yeah. You so mean. Well, it's just sort of the world that we have, that we live in currently. Yeah. That seems to have been the, what do they recently call it? revealed. Cacistocracy. Yeah. I yeah. love that word. Yeah. I had, a, I had a brainy wordsmith friend who, who looked, he used to look up stuff in the dictionary all the time and then he would report back yeah. to me when he found a good word that he liked. Yeah. And that one, I loved it because it applied even then to the people. Cacistocracy is a government by the worst yeah. people for the Stupidest job. Stupidest, worst, like yeah. most craven. And I think we found them. I think yeah, we, we definitely, we, they're all, it's like, a, it's like an infestation yeah. of roaches. That's what it feels like. Well, it, mainly because they, they don't mind um, Nazism, you know? Right. Like that, that when I was growing up was the ultimate taboo racism too, but that, you know, you do that and you're definitely a, you're a freak. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the one thing that was off limits. Yeah. Sort of. And now it's like, Oh no, it's acceptable. Yeah. Among mm-hmm. all the other isms, all, mm-hmm. the, all the other ways to be yeah. bigoted and, and oppressive. Horrible. And, 
Yeah, it is amazing how people have are now they have license to be cruel and and mm-hmm. not apologetic about it. Yeah, well, yeah. that seems to be the whole point, right? The cruelty is the point. That's yeah, it does seem to be, um, which is hard to understand. Hard to it's hard to explain. It's hard to, hard to know how somebody would get to that point and um, and stay there. Yeah, you know, and and gather forces with other people who are like that. Right. Um, I don't even, it, I feel like even if I had support in an idea like that, I would, I would run, I would be so sad that other people also believed in that, you know, yeah. the idea that you should be mean to others. Yeah. Why do we want to get up and do I would this? start to question, like, why are you, like, why do people jump on board with stuff like that? You, you know, like it, I understand wanting to belong and be like a part of this, uh, community, but right. if the community is so rotten. Yeah. Wouldn't you just think about leaving or finding a different one? Yeah, I know. And I, I mean, it's interesting today listening to after the Adam Schiff closing statement for the impeachment, listening to Maddo and, and her cohort, the guy, Chris Hayes, was saying um, something about the people in the districts these, these Republicans represent um, being so attached to the idea that this is all fake still mm-hmm. and but but the so, so the aftermath of that was like they were saying um you know these people have to answer to all these low information um communities that will ask them to represent their values and the values are shaped by the information they have right and a lot of times it's like christian radio and yep. and uh Alex Jones, yeah. Jones, yeah yeah and, and you know that thankfully we have the internet but then they go on the internet and if they're in a community they make friends with their friends and then their friends are all parroting the, the same, same stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah oh i know what i was thinking about so every once in a while you hear about one of those guys that defects mm-hmm. from their weird upbringing their team yeah. yeah and they talk about the it's such a cult, you know, like that's the cult mindset, the Stockholm syndrome, the, mm-hmm. I don't even know how you say it, Dunning-Kruger or whatever right, effect, right. you know, where you're just sort of trapped in this. I guess it must be because, I mean, I was thinking about that today, just the way, if you're sitting in the Senate and you know you're a Republican and you're kind of not allowed, you've already been told what you're allowed to, to say or do yeah. publicly. right. But they mu- those people must have conversations outside of the chamber. Of yeah. And I feel like they have to just still play it up and like play the game. And like they're, you know, they're like, <laughs> we won. We did, you know, mm-hmm. look, we did. We, we duped the Democrats again. And we, right. I don't, it's so, it's, well, it's exasperating as hell for me, but it's also just dumbfounding that you could be sitting there having all the facts presented to you mm-hmm. with no argument. There's yeah. no way to refute them. Yeah. And then at the end of that, somebody is allowed to just say like, well, we're just going to table that. We're just not going to, we're just not going to call the witnesses. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was thinking about, did you ever see that movie Lincoln? I did. Yeah. And the, the process around that ratification, um, I don't remember it. I remember Adam Driver. Yeah. And the, the whipping they had, I mean, you know, the whipping of the, of the votes and, and just how. Oh, now I remember. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like how, how hard it was to get people to agree that this was 
a moral imperative. Right. Because it was so they were making so much money off of it. And do you think that I I wonder if that's the only because I know that's one of the incentives. Like you don't want to lose your seat. It's a cush job. Yeah. You get paid a lot. There's some power there. Yeah. Is that the only driving force? Because don't I mean don't those people also see that the entire world is affected and yeah. the nation is going to be destroyed by this kind of shit? Yeah. Like it really truly is. It's happening as we speak. Yeah. I think I think there's a few things that are in play. Like they took all that money from the NRA mm-hmm. and it was Russian money mm-hmm. and they may have known that and then there's the um serious question of their they are right you know like mitch mcconnell's grandparents or great-grandparents were both slave owners mm-hmm. so they're racist trump is definitely a racist that's no not that's not even in question Mm-mm. and we know a lot of the people from these districts are still flogging that and like we were saying a minute ago about the stock market i mean i think if you look at that, the foundation of the whole country, all of that wealth was built out of that legacy. Mm-hmm. And so whites are still d- so divided from their neighbors by the, just the legacy of it. Right. So and, if, e- and even before that, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, the, no, no. But the Native American yeah. slaughter, yeah. Uh, the whole nation was founded on the idea that you can just take what yeah. you want from whoever has it. Yeah. And, and as long as you write the rules accordingly after the fact then right. you're then you're in you're okay i own it yeah so it's really it's really just a repetition i mean if you, if we think about slavery right it's kind of hard to imagine that you could go to a farm and there would be a bunch of i mean clearly we do that now we just do it with wage slavery and mm-hmm. people that have to work the in the fields industry, but industry yeah complex. and that yeah absolutely i mean it's not a whole lot different but you could just go to somebody's plantation and see all the people that they owned and all of the violence and all of the things that they, it would just probably be right out in the open. Mm-hmm. They didn't even have to hide it like, like they do now. No, because so, they were thought of as property, not yeah. people. So if that's still our system and that's, I mean, if we, if we're talking about all those kids in camps, they're making a fuck load of money on that. Yeah. You know? Well, that's how it's always been. That's yeah. what war is about. Yep. That's what, I mean, somebody's profiting from all that evil yeah. and cruelty and, somehow they're able the cognitive dissonance is uh, is established enough that they don't even visit that right. thought anymore yeah. like they're able to just put it aside like yeah of course people are dying yeah. but they're not our they're not my people yeah that's yeah. A, it's bizarre to me that that can go on so extensively and forever mm-hmm. and never like i want to know what when like what does it take for people to wake up yeah. To it, because it doesn't seem like anything is bad enough for people to, for certain people Not to be shaken moment. out of it. Yeah. I what mean, is going to be the line where people that people won't cross? That is a good question. It doesn't seem like <laughs> there is one. Or yeah. it doesn't. I don't. I mean, how? Yeah. Is, there, there is, there is an era like we talked about the first time we did this in Vegas, where it was all mafia run mm-hmm. and violence was normalized in just like you know that restaurant just got blown up or Mm -hmm. dad why did the hood of that car just fly off (laughs) we're sitting in you know three lanes of traffic trying to get across town and a car bomb goes off i mean it wasn't you saw that yeah it wasn't as spectacular as it sounds because i think it was sort of defective and the car didn't like explode but like a move like a hollywood but the yeah the the hood like flew up in the air and landed back on the car and 
I mean, I, I was what I imagine now as an adult was like maybe they turned on the car and the bomb was defective and they made it down the street and then it, it something got triggered and it exploded and but they you know that was sort of like the way it went and then gradually as the town needed more labor and it diversified um i mean you couldn't really get away from all these people that you lived with that were different from you mm -hmm. and it was an interesting place to grow up that way because it was mobran and there was segregation but everybody was working for the same entertainment factory. So, and it was really egalitarian after like 1970-ish hmm. in that they just need bodies. Okay. Because it was booming. Right. And so your neighbors would be like all kinds of people. And then everybody just sort of got over it. I wonder if that's how it's been in all, like in all the sort of booms of, you know, like yeah. when the auto industry did that and all yeah. the, you had to work side by side with somebody you wouldn't call your friend or you know you right. wouldn't be neighbors with i think that yeah it. that exposure means a lot and mm. i don't know that it changes the foundation of of wealth because clearly that certainly not that's not really going to move but well the framework for that has was laid out specifically to do exactly what it's doing yep and it's working it is it's never really stopped working mm -mm. Which it's is, getting better actually yeah. they're getting better at yeah. figuring out how to streamline yeah you know, and, if, and if, how to push more people to the bottom. Yeah. And like funnel more wealth to the top. Right. I think the other part is, though, is the Putin piece, though, because he would love for this country to collapse, right? Yeah. And then the, what would happen to all that obscene wealth? Like, that's the interesting part. Like, hmm. Okay, so we are facing collapse. It's, it's terrifying in some ways because, you know, there would be food shortages and mm -hmm. water scarcity and all kinds of bad stuff. But then on the Our other hand... state would be yeah, more would be terrible to see. But then, but then what would happen to these 26 people that own all, well, I mean, clearly those people would be fine. They would just be in New Zealand or whatever, but, but like, how would they continue to maintain that, um, here? That's, that's the thing that I'm still kind of like, yeah. I'm not sure they could. I picture it like, uh, did you see the movie Escape from New York? Yeah. 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 I picture it like that. Like that's. <laughs> It'd just be like in your city and your little But, uh, but people city. are going to be, it's just going to turn to like. Well, that's the person that has the money. Let's yeah, go get them. Right. Let's just go get them right now. And, and it seems have, somewhat inevitable, right? On some level, yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen somewhere to somebody. I mean, in this country, I don't know because it it seems like we manage with our military and the to, police to yeah. just go get what we need. Right. And I that seems like you can maintain that for a bit longer, not yeah. forever, but you know we can just keep using brute force to to create allies or, you know, right. to scare people into giving us their resources. And we have a lot of resources in, in this country. So it's, it's not as scary as being somewhere where you have to export yeah. and you have sanctions put on you, you know, like so, in Iran or something where yeah. they're, where they're like, as soon as Starting. we, yeah, yeah. like we, it, that stuff is immediate. As mm -hmm. soon as you clamp down on a certain Avenue, yeah. they're screwed. Like the actual right. people are screwed. And here we've never had to face that. No, in any real way, we've never had to face war in in our own, you know, borders except, civil except war, the civil yeah. war, which is different because it was the cause was was clear and it was you know yeah now it's all just now it's like want your stuff yeah it's like I don't I don't get it I don't get how you cannot see where it's headed and how yeah. quickly it's headed there yeah and and it is it is in the interests of. Putin to do this so it 
it isn't hard to figure out why it's happening. He lo- he's he's been stirring the pot oh, yeah. for for a long time. Yeah. And he loved when Trump got in because it was just like, oh, this guy will be super easy to play. He's exactly. the dumbest guy ever, yeah. and and he thinks he's hot and he's shit. racist. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wanted to go back to that because I I mean he is clearly racist, but I think there's some there's like a bigger overriding trait that does like I don't even think racism occurs to him as an as an idea or an issue yeah. i think it's just that he's so much for himself right that anyone who is not himself yeah is nothing malignant narcissist yeah yeah in the worst way i mean right. he's, he's super malignant yeah but um but it's not even that he sets out to be racist mm-hmm. it's just that that falls into the umbrella category of i don't give a shit about anybody yeah yeah. And and he can only really he can't really relate to anyone right. outside of himself either, but the people he comes closest to relating to are like him. Yeah. Other, you know, yeah. s- super wealthy, super uh, close-minded, yeah. arrogant pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't even think that his bigotry it, it's almost just like a byproduct. It's like right. he, he doesn't he's not setting out to be that way, but well, he, but he has gathered the forces of all these people who have that as their main flag like that's that is exactly what they're about i remember right before the election when the democrats were trying to come out with little bits of you know just clips of him somebody from that reality tv show said that he was always behind the scenes using the m-word and you mm-hmm. know really racist was language against jewish folks and i don't know maybe just like a production assistant or something okay. there are all these leaks and people are like, no, he, he is so demeaning to people who aren't going to do whatever he wants and or just happen to be not like him. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I think he's he's racist, but I, I agree with you that it just fits into his overarching mindset, which is me. Me before all. Yeah, me you're not me. Everyone. Yeah. My but, kids are me. <laughs> So I'll sort of take care of them, but He's they better do exactly what I want. Yeah. I don't even see, I don't even think he sees them. I mean, I don't know. I can't, I'm projecting all of this. I don't actually know yeah. what goes on in, inside his yeah. mind. I don't think there's a lot. Uh, no. I think he's very driven by just a couple of things and, and status and yeah, status and power and yeah. wealth. And um, so I don't even think his kids are, they're, I think he only sees them as an extension of himself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think of them with love no. or caring. It's just that Ego. they are part of my legacy, so they better yeah. show up and do what, you know, they better present Look right, what I want them to. Right. Yeah. And they're, yeah. I mean, I can get into what they're all about, too. They seem, at least the two sons, the two older sons, seem like the biggest douche. Oh, yeah. Fucks. God. Like, that is the fuckwit. Yeah. I yeah, it still baffles me. I mean, I re- I Cabal. always think about how other people see us, our country. Uh, right now, not so good. Yeah. But have they ever? Like, I I mean, we're really. Yeah. W- yeah. I think so. I think World War Two because it was so dire, and we did. You know, we didn't even want to deal with it. We were like, eh, well, we stole the glory there too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and we didn't. And they were all, you know, I mean, I don't know that. I don't think that. Pearl Harbor was staged or anything, but you know, that was kind of certainly blown out of proportion. And it, you know, and then that led to like nuking people. Mm -hmm. It was, well, the nuking was a plan all the way. Yeah. yeah. So they were going to do it. Right. Pearl Harbor. It may have been staged. I don't, I wouldn't know. Yeah. There are plenty of other false flag things that have happened that, you know, right. The plan was always to nuke Japan as soon as they learned about that 
the capacity of the, you know, we have yeah. to test it yeah. and scare the rest of the world into, yeah. you know, behaving. I think, I mean, aside from all of that, uh, the political machinations, I do think that um, Europe was so terrified. You know, like there's no denying the level of threat that Hitler posed. Right. Funny enough, right now we're kind of Hitler, but we're, we got right. Hitler. Well, but that's the thing. Like we, I don't feel like the United States played up their role in that war. Yeah. My understanding yeah. of it is that they came in in the 11th hour yeah. and just drop bombs on yep. things that had already been, yep. it was the English really who yeah, did yeah. most of yeah. it and all the other allied forces. Yeah. But so they came in uh, as usual and just took the credit yeah. for it. They did something, but right. they didn't. And maybe they were necessary to push it that kind last of a little hinge. bit over the way. But yeah. For, so, and and but, I don't think of it as a heroic era, although I think a lot of the people that did sign up to uh, fight were in that pos- position. Like I'm not, I'm not going to Iraq where, you know, I know it's just right. for oil for corporations. I think they really did believe they were trying to assist. These yeah. There's yeah. In terms countries. of the actual soldiers, yeah. I think they had yeah. their head in the right place. And that's, that's really all I meant. Cause yeah. I didn't think anything about, but, but in terms of how we were viewed, mm-hmm. like it seems like anyone who, who knew the truth of it yeah. would not see us as heroes. They'd see us as, you know, sort of taking, taking credit where yeah. it wasn't ours to take. And yeah. they sort of do that all the time. Yeah. We do that. We've done that in again and again. I mean, the, the natives don't get credited for any part of what this country's about. It's getting ridiculous. It's, and, they, and now they're beyond even mentioning. Yeah. Like we, we start the history with slavery because mm-hmm. that's like the worst atrocity we can, can admit to. Yeah, admit to, <laughs> not even really. Yeah. I mean, oh, it was gentlemen farmers on those beautiful southern right. plantations. But we can talk, but I don't understand how these conversations can be had about genocide and about all these things and, and just breeze right past that yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, we talk about, uh, obviously, the genocides that any genocide is bad. Right. And obviously the one, well, the Jews are the biggest that anyone ever talks about. And the numbers are often talked about, but there are worse. There are bigger yeah. numbers. There yeah. Are, the Native are, American issue. Is it was like 150 million or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not 6 million, 150 million. It was, yeah. you know, and they, they had been living in relative harmony. 17,000 years, I think. Right. Yeah, because I think I mentioned that my mom's family has that heritage and um, was in one of the first tribes that got infiltrated and killed and marched and starved and and uh, and what which what nation was it? It was Cherokee, uh, which is a lot of white folks, but it in part a lot of white folks because because it was one of the first tribes that they encountered. They didn't know what was going on and mm-hmm. they were just they were like you know as far as the stories i was told by my grandfathers they were really into like you know agriculture cultivating food mm-hmm. not really you know it, not super interested in fighting other tribes but you know they'd do it mm-hmm. and it's funny because some of the stories he'd tell us like the fighting would involve like you know you just go steal their horse or like right. poke them in the back or something <laughs> so and and maybe take a slave or you know just some which is bad but like you know not not like out, outright constant slaughter right so they didn't i don't think they really understood what was going on until they were like oh yeah and then they just assimilated because they were because they didn't know. have a choice at that no point. and they were getting killed and murdered you... you know like just death by disease and yeah all that. 
And so intentional disease yeah. and spreading. Yeah. And, and a lot of the people that were coming over the first rounds were religious zealot fundamentalists, mm -hmm. nightmare kooks. Right. I mean, we have this Mayflower people that are like, well, so, yeah. so incredibly, the you know, Puritans. and they were insane. You totally. know, they didn't even want them in crazy England, or, you know, right. mad dogs in English. <laughs> like get out of here. Cause right. you're, you're, you guys are you're too much. way out of your minds. And so they come over here and they're, you know, they're, they're the first people that set about to, you know, keep it up. So, so what, what ended up happening to our family was the trail of tears. And then the, you know, you end up in Oklahoma on these dirt farms and barely surviving. Yeah. Yeah. Give but me. we have, we have this interesting history on that side because there were, there were all the, you know, all those ancestors, but then they were also encountering uh, people who were trying to get out of slavery after that was over and trying to just find a place where you could maybe have a place to stay, you know? Wow. So Oklahoma was this weird, uh, I don't know, I want to call it a melting pot. It was more just like desperation. Right. So my, my family was like in northern Texas, and then I think, the panhandles and some parts of Oklahoma were sharecropping. And so they ended up, you know, you're, you're marrying people of your class and well, some of those people are native and, and, um, that history is, is actually very sad. And the trauma is like, my grandfather didn't really like talking about it. Mm. He'd get mad at me though. I didn't want to hear about it. <laughs> I'd be like, whatever, grandpa. Right. <laughs> well, I think you told me once that you didn't really believe, no, I a lot don't believe of it. what he was saying. And no, then, but I then told later my mom you... that too in high school. I'm like, I don't know. It seems yeah. kind of far-fetched. But then, then later I... there was evidence. Well, I got the DNA test. I was like, oh shit. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry. It's all sorry real. about that. Wow. Yeah. And so, you know, his stories are the only thing we really have except some photos. And, and, um, they were, you know, they were just so, it's so hard to, I think that's the other piece is, is the trauma, um, the trauma of a lot of people from that poverty is, is partly why they're so easily influenced is because they don't, you know, they're not operating from that place of like, I, I mean, clearly rich people are separate from this, but the poor folks they manipulate mm -hmm. are generally coming out of backgrounds of trauma and it's really easy to mess with their heads because yeah. they don't know yeah it's hard, i think it's hard harder and harder to be objective if you're hungry or you know you know that's a good point where's my next meal coming from yeah this guy says this big fancy new yorker's gonna get me my next meal right you better follow him yeah so i mean even um tribes reservations are trump supporters and Mm. it's all very like that's really confusing yeah it's all very complicated and and you know that's part because all they get out there is christian radio and right and like we said rush limbaugh they don't know what's going on yeah oh this guy said he wants to help okay right um, yeah it's amazing how well the disinformation machine yeah. works yeah
I keep coming back to this idea that the if the individual is willing to to compromise their own morality, yeah, then that's just always going to happen. Like that's right. the same systems are going to continue yep. to run the way that yeah. they do. Yeah, and I because it because it goes down to a really ba- basic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think about it in terms of how I. Um, well, I'm I'm always anti Amazon and anti Google mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Yeah. But then I I cheat on the you know I was like well there's a show on Amazon Prime that doesn't exist anywhere else right. and I really want to watch it. We so, all do it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll sign up for Prime. Yeah. And I'm going to do the free version, so mm-hmm. I'm not giving them any money. So that's okay. Yeah. Right? You know, and there are all these justifications, yeah. but it seems like that's what's going on in in politics too, mm-hmm. where it's just like well I don't really want to yep. sign on to this, yeah. but. I won't be able to have, I won't have this position anymore if I yeah. don't do it. Yeah. So people are willing to sell themselves out over and over mm-hmm. again. And I think that it gets normalized to the point where anything is acceptable. You just have to yeah. figure out a way to justify it in your own head. And just, yeah, be like, well, that's how it is. Which yeah. do I have? And, but that's giving up. Yeah. And I if agree. we all, if we just keep giving up, we're going to be, and we're going to be in labor camps pretty soon. We're just going to be those right. of us who don't have a position yeah. of power are just going to be doing whatever the fuck we're told because yeah. we have no choice. Yeah. And I don't think people take it seriously. They don't think that's possible in this country maybe because of our, yeah. you know, how prosperous we are. I don't know. I don't know how people are blind to the fact that that could very easily happen yeah. and it could happen fast. Well, I mean, it, 2019, we had 70,000 kids separated from their parents and detained in camps. It's like, mm-hmm. If you're not built looking, cages for them. Yeah, if you're not looking at that right now, you're kind of not, your eyes are somewhere else and it's going to come in. Or just the fact, like, I mean, uh, when you hear the, um, I was listening to some of the hearing, the impeachment hearings mm-hmm. and uh, when they're talking about the role of, uh, well, I don't remember who it was that was talking, but he was talking about how when, America, he was talking about allies and mm-hmm. how important they are and saying like, well, when 9-11 happened and America, you know, there are a lot of European countries that were far from our borders, but they still got involved and mm-hmm. they went, you know, went to Afghanistan and there, and I'm thinking of like, well, f- first of all, we have no fucking business nope. doing anything in the Middle East. Nope. Talking about us, like talking about it, like it's this noble thing that we're doing mm-hmm. and how any, I, I don't know. I, I, like when people are using the yeah. fact, well, or, or like the Soleimani assassination, mm-hmm. when people are saying like he's a dangerous guy, he's killed all these, like he's been the result of all these deaths of American troops. And my first thought was like, well, what the fuck In are Iraq, those American yeah. troops doing over yeah. there? Like yeah. nobody talks about that. Right. Nobody discusses the fact that we shouldn't have been there in the first yeah. place. We're in somebody else's business acting as terrorists. And then when we get hurt doing mm-hmm. that, we get all you know holy and mm-hmm. high and mighty about it. Well, they're still banking on everybody believing that nine eleven was an attack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. By the middle, by you know, mm-hmm. somebody in the Middle East. Yeah. Some some person over there that we don't know. But they can say that with a straight face mm-hmm. and and without ever, you know, without any consideration for some people not believing. Yeah. In false flag operations or in right. any, any of the other things or the Kennedy assassination, yeah. any of these things that are just such fucking bullshit if right. you start looking at the details yeah. and the evidence people still will just take it hook line and sinker well that's the that's that ties to giuliani too because he flogged that so hard mm. you know and he was always kind of known 
by New Yorkers is like a racist little wannabe, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what's the right word? Capo or like, you yeah, know, you mafioso. Be a mob boss, yeah. um, with this presentation of like, you know, I'm a man of the people. Right. And, and, uh, I think his policies, race, you know, all of it was, was pretty well known, but then he got all that cachet from being America's mayor. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean the, the, the wool that they pulled over everybody is still, I think, I think it's still part of why they don't, they're not able to see that they're getting. It's happening again. Well, and it's going to happen to them too. Yeah. I mean, they're next. Right. It's no longer over there. It's us and them. It's not us and them anymore. It's, it's them and (laughs) their backs and they're going to, you know, like that's, that's what you keep hearing in these tabling all of the. Yeah evidence right and it's it reminds me so much of that era you know oh we got this report saying it was really dodgy and those buildings didn't necessarily do that laws of physics don't work like that oh let's not look at that we're going to start our own commission to do an assessment and then yeah sign up and go kill the people and or remember the remember the signs you would see that said um uh what was it You'd see like a big American flag saying like shop, shop, time to shop again or something. What? Remember I can't remember that. That was like right after 9-11. Yeah. It was like yeah. within a month of it was like, oh, open for business or Save something Save your like country. That. Go yeah, shopping. By going back to shopping. It was like a, it was like an American flag in the shape of a oh, shopping bag. Right. Saying America is open for business. Oh, that was so creepy. It's so gross. And then they sent us all, they gave us all tax returns or mm-hmm. some kind of money yeah. showed up. Like, it's going to oh, be okay. Here's a, sh- and it was a, it was a thousand dollars or something. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody sh- gone in an sh- instant. Yeah. Well, and it happened. I mean, Bush stole the presidency. Yep. People don't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Hillary stole the primaries from yep. Bernie. Yep. People don't talk about that. Yep. And if you do, you get in big trouble. You get yelled. I'm talking about it right now. I'm sure I'm going <laughs> to earn some enemies, but it's, okay. it's, it's the I, truth. I mean, I, I, I couldn't I, stomach it. Yeah. I watched footage of, of, uh, you know, primary votes yeah. where they would say, okay, all for Clinton. Yeah, all right. for Sanders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Clinton has it, and yep. and then just walk away. And the person, mm-hmm. you know, people are screaming at them. Wait a minute, we, you know, we want to. Just the fact that that's even the way that yeah. things are counted is a fucking joke. Like, right. we're using a applause meter yeah. now. Oh, that's how we our, do it. Okay. Yeah. And then the fact that every fucking time there are boxes of ballots that show up in garbage cans or just you know yep. go missing or yep. every time all uh, absentee ballots. Uh, Voter rolls are completely purged. What like nobody wants to investigate that further? Yeah, it's okay somehow. Yeah. Oh, electronic voting machines, great idea. Yeah. I'm sure those are hard yeah. to rig. Yeah, really hard to. Hard what to the fuck? Like, why do we just keep taking it? We just keep accepting it. Like this is oh, it it'll work out. It'll work out again. <laughs> we're, now we're trillions in debt, and Russia's well, eating and our that, lunch. And, and, and that you can. I mean, I've been just watching these things step by step. The way that the new normal gets mm-hmm, pushed, mm-hmm, like the line gets moved here. Yep. It, like when Bush was, when they didn't want to talk about it, it was. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of national security, right? And now that's the line. That's yeah. just the the automatic thing. No, we're not. Gonna, we're not going to discuss. It. Yeah. Why do you? Yeah. Hate America? Oh, if you're not with us, you're against us. Do you like, like Bernie? Why do you hate America? Right. Exactly. A, are you a Bernie bro? Right. <laughs> It's so easy to just, just like, <clears throat> but people allow that yeah, again do. and again and yeah. again. And so I don't know how it can go any other way, but toward tyranny. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, that's, that's the hinge. We're really looking at that right now. 
but we're not even we're not doing anything about it. like more people are talking about it as a as a possibility yeah. than ever before yeah but they're still not doing anything to stop it no. they're still they're not going to vote in 2020 to replace trump he's gonna fucking win again well I'm, young I'm predicting people, it right now young this he's, is he's the not only... going to be removed from office yeah. no i i, I feel you because that. the senate won't allow it which that a lot it's fucking criminal it's criminal they, I know. they are looking at evidence. Yep. If this were a courtroom and yep. all this evidence were, pre- were presented, no jury would be able to let him off. No. But Mitch McConnell can. Yeah. And why? So why, do, first of all, does one person have that power or one little collection yeah. of people? Our constitution didn't see that coming. Not in this way. Not, I mean... And our constitution is a very flawed document anyway, so... Well, just the fact that no, like it's so hard to make amendments yeah. to get them through and what's needed to get an amendment through. I mean, yeah. equal rights. Yeah. Can't do that one. <laughs> no. We are still dealing with a, a gun amendment that's right. for muskets. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right to bear In arms applies to, you know... Yeah, ma- a, massive amounts of murder. Right. In a few seconds. So, so knowing that not only is the system flawed... Well... It's actually designed perfectly to yeah. work for those who are in power yeah. and they're staying in power. Yeah. But it, so it's flawed on purpose. Right. It's not for the people. Mm-hmm. It never said, I don't think it says anywhere in the constitution mm-hmm. that we're a democracy. We're, it says we're a republic. republic. Yeah. And it is not, our democratic process is clearly a sham now. And yeah. that's been revealed. Like right. over the last several elections, it's been revealed to yeah. be false. It doesn't, you know, I guess because Obama won, people started to believe in it again. Yeah, well, that was no, you know, how 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 did that happen? That's kind of where everybody was like, "What? Yeah, this racist show yeah. actually allowing this?" <laughs> I think that was a setup for what was next to come. Like yeah, this, the, the pendulum had to go a little right. bit that way so that it could fully swing off the off back, the rails. Yeah, back us into the dark ages. Right, but but so we're watching it in yeah. real time. It is happening, and. I don't think there is really a way to stop it in the current system. Like I don't like, it doesn't look like it. Yeah. Well, we've made it clear that it, yeah. even if the rules were in place mm-hmm. and worked properly, it's okay to ignore them. now. Yeah. Well, that's what the, exactly. You can just doing. come right out and say, yeah. no, we're not doing that. Oh, it's illegal. So what? Right. And everybody's like, yeah, so what? But like with the, with the Supreme court mm-hmm. nominate, like uh, we nominate this person. No, we're just not going to accept that. Yeah. Like when, when that kind of shit yeah. started happening yeah. and yeah. happening again and again and tell. again. Yeah. It was clear that it no longer mattered what yep. like who what anybody thought. So, what is the what is the answer then? Like it can't happen within politics, and well, I've been saying this for years. It's yeah. not like this. It's got to be a bigger social change, but the masses aren't doing anything. They're they're rolling over. We're just letting it. You know, yeah. we're we're watching Amazon and using right. Google and yeah. doing you know. Yeah, distracted. The Bread takeover is real. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, the other person that was impeached, um, outside of Nixon and Clinton, was Johnson. Johnson, right? Andrew Johnson. Did we talk about that because he mm-hmm. he was the guy uh, right after Lincoln, I think. I don't, I don't remember. But... He just said, you know, we're going to keep doing slavery, mm-hmm. and they had fought so hard, and all those people had died, and they were like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. And he's like, "No, we're just going to keep doing." it. He was he was sent up by the wealthy elite mm-hmm. at the time to kind of just make sure status quo was maintained. Place, yeah. And there was it was a really dodgy, sketchy era. Really and and I think he got impeached and he was like, No, I'm I'm good, I'm gonna stay. You know? Amazing. 
And it's, I think it's the only other era, and I'm I'm really fuzzy on those uh, details because I've read it a few times and then just kind of blacked it out. Like, yeah. that's horrible. Like, yeah. how can now, now it's like exactly the same thing happening. Yeah. I'm like, nah, we're just going to keep stealing all the oil from people yeah. in, you know, this part of the world that have it. And, oh, and if somebody has it, we'll just go take it. Right. You know, and overthrow their government and... It, it, it people you know you show up and protest and you're with a bunch of people that really do care and and they're like yeah we're gonna do it anyway mm-hmm. so it does sometimes feel like the civil war didn't end you know right because we never really we didn't reconstruct we didn't do reparations we didn't ever give land back to natives and there's mom- moments where people try and get and then shut down it's it steamrolled yeah yeah no they all they did was restructure it yeah it's just the same thing being played out yeah. in a different way, yeah. and, and and maybe even legally, but yeah. the, but the laws are written. Well, the laws are always immoral. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a super important point that mm-hmm. a lot of people never even right. consider. Is like just because it's legal does, does not, not make, make it, it moral, right? Yeah, and that's really important yeah. to separate yeah. those two. Yeah. It's never been there's never been a correlation. Yeah, sometimes accidentally, but it's not. Be, they don't write the law because it's moral. Yeah. No, I know. And so morality is not a value that we that we hold in this country. It's mm-mm. not something we really care about. And yeah. So where where then can you draw the line if if it only comes down to power and you know, I mean, it seems like it just comes down to that. It's mm-hmm. like we the, those in power get to decide what the rules are, yeah. whether to follow them. Right. Like if they don't go their way, they can yeah. just. Um, no, 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 not today. Gonna, I don't want to. We're going to keep slavery. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, y'all died. So, do, so what are we? What is the end result, or what are we like? What's this? I don't. I don't know. Of course, there's no one solution, but yeah. How many different ways can this play out, other than, of like a full-on revolt, which our country's never been great at? I mean, what civil civil war again is yeah. like the only example yeah. of that where it made some kind of change but again it didn't actually fix it well it, yeah because it's it never it never stopped no they just shifted to a different yeah. type of we'll slavery just put y'all in prison yeah which is also i yeah. mean a lot of people don't know about that but the yeah. the, the intentionality of the, the new plantation just yeah hidden we'll just well, hide it but all the stuff with like drug laws, the yeah. way that drug oh, laws yeah. are written oh you got a little actually, weed yeah oh you're not white okay but the fact that there's written evidence yeah. of that being designed mm-hmm. to target mm-hmm. black and brown folks yeah. and and people in the, in poor and our policing communities. yeah our well and the fact that there are there are known uh kkk mm-hmm. members in the police and yeah. it's growing like the white the white supremacist police force is growing some of the earliest policing that we organized was slave patrol right right and and or like you know in the wild west like outlaw sheriffs and stuff but yeah. i don't yeah that that that's always been a ponzi scheme well and law and order it, oh 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 yeah okay yeah. just order <laughs> you're the least worthy trustworthy person i'm gonna see today <laughs> well it seems like we do actually sort of that is a value that we that we hold high yeah. is that outlaw sort of the sort of renegade yeah. enforcer right role yeah we are that we are we are the ones who are just going to decide yeah this is how we do it we yeah do it cowboy style yeah Fuck you if you don't like it. Yep. It's so, I mean, the hypocrisy is just astounding. And the fact that it isn't talked about more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know why it's not talked about on TV and radio. Yeah. and and But why aren't the people talking more about it? Yeah. Why, why can't they face it? Why are people so resistant to 
conspiracies and you know you have to call it a conspiracy theory automatically right. it's yeah. a theory it can't be true could yeah. there's oh really there's mm-hmm. not once been an actual conspiracy yeah and if you say i mean like my whole resistance to hillary as a human was her husband uh-huh. and his he's he's an epstein bro right you know, 30 trips to Petto Island and she's right. all, oh, that's cool. I'm just going to keep pretending like it's fine. You know, I mean, you're rich. Mm-hmm. You can leave. But you're the I'm first lady. You, yeah. have, you can't, you well, can't, you know, come on. Allowed. Like that, that's that to me, that's where I get in trouble with my, my people because I'm like, yeah, uh, no, <laughs> no, sorry. I can't, that's... I can't abide the, you know, you're having sex with underage. No. That's one place it should. Yeah, the line it's like be I, I can't do any moral equivalency for that. I'm sorry, I would if I could. Right. But and and you know if I if I lived in I don't know, Iowa, where 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 are you? Where you have to vote for these people? Like I don't have to here. Yeah. I might do it, but that was a really hard call for me, just because I knew so much about Epstein, and now that's all come to light, and more people know about it. But you know, again, swept under the rug. And I didn't believe any of that Pizzagate stuff. That was kind of stupid. But, mm-hmm. you know, I knew all about his situation there. And it was, I remember telling people and they were like, oh, you're a Bernie bro. <laughs> of course. And they still do that to me. And I'm like, call it whatever you want. Yeah. But yeah, he's a socialist. And we want, you guys pretend to want European style socialism. Mm-hmm. You want to have free health care and education and child care and all this stuff. But yet you're going to overlook the fact that our Wall Street economy is the foundation for everything. And you're going to be woke and you're going to ignore that it was the slave market. Right. And you get in so much trouble. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. And it's not just white folks. Like everybody here is kind of like bought that. Right. Like, no, they're the first black couple in office. Like what? Yeah. Their crime bill was horrible. That omnibus they did. That was like more incarceration of, african-americans than ever before mm-hmm. and the patriot act was re-signed unbelievable and you know drone strikes were yeah. increased and, and you're supposed to just go oh oh okay yeah i mean i was aware of the misogyny and that's problematic but you can't you can't make that the only thing you're thinking about right when you're married and you're wealthy and you're staying married to a guy and you know he's going down to yeah yeah, I don't. I mean, that's that's what I mean. Like, people are willing to turn a blind eye to anything that yeah. doesn't fit in the in what yeah. they want to believe. Yeah, and but, that that really has to change, right? I mean, yeah. we know that. Like, that's the other thing is I think about young people and how they're coming up, and they don't really get to they don't get to have this luxury of um, the the you know making that moral equivalency decision because mm-hmm. it is really going to be about am I going to have a future. You know, so I think in a lot of ways, they're really pro Bernie. They, this is the interesting thing about Bernie bros. They're usually like 18 to 35, not white, Mm. LGBTQ, you know, and, and, um, not frat boys with, you know, that are going to yell at you in a public square and a rally. They're, they're like, no, we legit want what he's offering, which is we need our health care. We need health care. We need environmental protections. We need to move to green energy. We can't do this. And then the older folks are like, you know, Bernie bro, Bernie bro, like, you know, (laughs) shutting it down. It's really, it's, it's the same ploy that has been, been put to use and works to to just shut them down, shut them down with a, 
a label that you know, oh, you put on your tinfoil hat. It's the same. It's the same principle. Just like, well, we can group you in with these other yep. nuts and make you seem insane for talking about yeah what is actually reality. You're compassionate. Oh, yeah. I think that's a mental illness. Yeah, you must be a communist. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not American, right? Yeah, America you, loves heroes. America? We don't actually like compassion. No. We just like heroic rescues. Right. Yeah. We like to murder from afar. Yeah. We like firemen, you know. Yeah. And saving people and from burning skyscrapers and right and shopping. Yeah, and shopping. That's heroic. Yeah, no, and if you, it's funny because like being a female and saying this, you're like, okay, I know what I'm gonna get by saying this. I'm gonna just gonna kind of do it, and then, oh yeah, there it comes. Or if you speak out against a mayor who's st- who's supporting a stop and frisk candidate, mm-hmm. you have white privilege, and you're like, I knew that was coming. Yeah, I knew that was coming. I'm gonna still do it. Yeah. Well, what I mean. <laughs> I've always fought against this idea that you can't speak your mind yeah. because you happen to fit a couple of categories. Right. That, you You're know, not in the right demographic. Yeah. Somebody wants to label you from outside. Yeah. yeah. Is that any better than, than the one in privilege right. labeling and saying you're, you don't, you're not worthy. Like, why am I not worthy of, of sharing good ideas and information? Well, and if you have white privilege, you're supposed to use it to not have white privilege. To help the un- yeah. So like, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. That's a setup. Yeah, and yeah, well, it, it doesn't make any sense. If you have any privilege at all in any setting, yeah. you should yeah, use yeah. it to yeah. help others. Yeah, and I think it's helpful to to speak the truth. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know. I know there are people who think I'm, you know, I'm way far. I'm too far to the left, or I'm too far. I know that because I also talk about UFOs or something that they must just group it all in there. Like, oh well, he's he's clearly. You know, crazy or, or if there are not UFOs, that's gonna be weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. we're the only people ever to exist. Okay. Well, or sure. even even if that, or species or beings, even if that's far fetched, yeah. does it mean that I then have no credibility in any other arena? Like even yeah. even if I believe, like right. I, I I want I like spiritualism. I yeah. like to talk about things that are. Yeah. I like supernatural things. I like unexplainable things. I also understand something about reality and that the reality that most people agree upon and how to discuss you know political nuances and Mm -hmm. and corruption which is plain to see you know like why am i a conspiracy theorist when i'm calling out the the stuff that's so obviously corrupt and wrong and you know yeah i don't i don't get it i don't get how people will shut down so quickly to those discussions even to the idea that it's that it exists like people got so uh, outraged emotional. if you talked about yeah. Hillary Clinton. Right. And was, oh, the emails, the emails. And I'm like, well, did you fucking read any of those emails? <laughs> exactly. They're all online. You can go read the emails and they're pretty incriminating. <laughs> they you know? are. There's all kinds of shit that she was doing bad. You know, doing, she totally screwed bad. Bernie. Yeah. It's it's clear. Yeah, we there's know this. no doubt. Wasserman that Bernie, Schultz right. totally handed it yeah. to her. Yeah. Yeah, the DNC took. T- took that if Hillary Clinton actually cared about Americans and doing yeah. what was best and yeah. beating Trump, yeah. she would have stepped down and she let Bernie step in down. and yeah. Bernie would have wiped the yeah. floor with him. And oh, what did she pipe up last week? Nobody likes you. <laughs> Is, who, what did she, she say said that? that. Um, yeah. And I'm like. About Bernie? Uh-huh. Yeah. She's still holding a grudge. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to work with him. I mean, he's surging in the polls. So people like, yeah. And I, she's uh, piping up like. Yeah, I, I was just reading something you. just before you got here so on, about how 
we need to do whatever it takes to stop Trump. We can't be fighting yeah. with each other. We yeah. can't attack each other. And yeah. Like, go back four years and look at how it went down. Right. And let's discuss that. Like, well, and, then, and the people that we weren't supposed to attack were the heroes, but they were the ones also the doing the really horrible stuff. Yeah, they're the ones yeah. that yeah. fucking yeah. cheated. Yeah. So we can't talk about that. Yeah, exactly. I don't like that. I don't like I that hate about liberals. That shit. Yeah. No, they will not discuss it nope. if it if it's going to put them yeah. in in the wrong. Right. And there and there's always some little soundbite now yeah. that you can point to and just you can just repeat it again mm-hmm. and again. Oh, Bernie bro. Oh, you you know the emails, the emails, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's like no, there's substance there that you're ignoring yeah. by making that statement. Yeah. The same is same with conspiracy like wiping there couldn't possibly be any truth mm-hmm. to the fact that 911 was an inside job because Blah blah blah. Because you because nobody wants to really take the time to figure out laws of physics and right, or know. they just don't. They don't want to believe anybody could be that sinister. Yeah. Which is which I actually that's do understand that. That's probably the root of all of it. I think yeah. that's what it is. It's so depressing when you when you but, actually do live in that reality. You're like, yeah, people really are that. People bad. are, but how? Like, how can you look at all the evidence of history and not and, and still <laughs> think that? No, no one would. We wouldn't do that. Nobody's that evil, really. Yeah. I know. Lots of people are that evil. Willful and they, naivete. I don't get it. Like how the the history is there yeah. for you to look at and to still claim that our government is like is puritanical and you know has the people in mind no. is just it's insane to yeah. me. So I don't know. I mean, you don't make any friends by talking about that stuff. No, but you I don't. don't. I would l- rather open some eyes. And and you know the thing that that I I think I've learned over the years that has been a good thing is that sometimes you really do just have to accept that there's a bunch of people who are going to diss you and you got to just stand there and get dissed. Yeah. I mean, I do it all the time. Yeah. And, and what I like about my students, um, is this okay boomer thing. What's that? <laughs> Have you heard of okay boomer? Uh-uh. Okay. So they're, they, they, um, my daughter and I mean, you know, teenagers, uh, are coming up with this response to all this, uh, put all this put down stuff that old people are doing to them. Oh, I like the and they and okay they just boomer. okay boomer. That's awesome. And so yeah, I'm not a boomer, but um, I really appreciate it because it's so funny. It is. And the Clintons are boomers, and you know I'm like not a Clinton fan, and so um, and I, you know my daughter does it to me, and I find it hilarious uh-huh. just because they're like anything you say that is out of line with like their truth, right? And a lot of times they do see through a lot of stuff, which For I sure. like a lot. I For like sure. that a lot. Not everything, but. Um, they're just like, okay, boomer. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, not a boomer. I would admit it, but I would yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Even as a, as a Gen Xer, even if yeah. I were a boomer, yeah, yeah, exactly. I would still think it's I funny. encourage it. Yeah. Question. But, yeah, Question what yeah. you're being told. And they, and they are. And I don't know if it's a majority because we're here. I don't see it, um, how the rest of the country is working, but I do know that social media is helping. In that regard. I think so. I mean, I don't know that it's going to help everybody everywhere but i think it's exposing kids to pop culture and other kinds of entertainment they wouldn't normally have access to and uh just you know issues around sexuality or gender identity and that's something that's changed really important really drastically really quickly which i love and racism and all that stuff yeah so if somebody's racist they're like okay boomer yeah that's amazing (laughs) they don't even like engage they're not even going to argue that's amazing yeah it is start using that it really is yeah that's great. Yeah, just shut it down the same way okay, that you're boomer. being shut down <laughs> for having beliefs that, you know. Yeah, they don't even fight you. That's really great. They're just like, and then they just keep doing their thing. And I've always kind of had that same 
lifestyle. Like that's how I presented. And it's yeah, always like been like you problematic, yeah. you know, and, and now they actually came up with this whole way of pushing back on a, um, you know, demographic, like a huge demographic. Yeah. And boomers hate it. Well, why are the, why are the fucking boomers still running the show? Like, what, I mean, there's Clearly, all this talk about age. that is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Like when, they, when the, like the last, I hate to keep bringing it back to politics, especially because no, yeah. we almost never talk about it on the show, but <laughs> yeah. um, that was such a big, like they're always trying to point to, well, he's so old, Bernie's so old, you know, at, right. at whatever he was, 74, when yeah. Hillary was 70 and yeah. Trump was 69, yep. you know, like, the, yep. is there a difference at yeah. that point? There is a difference now with Biden because I think he has dementia. He has like the early on. I think he's clearly he's got yeah. something going on. Something's going on. And maybe that's maybe it's wrong for me to categorize. No, it that he's, way, but he's but there's something going on. He's sniffing hair. That's a little. <laughs> that's, you shouldn't be doing that, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know better. Well, maybe you once. No, maybe you never knew better. But yeah, like that's a lack, clear lack of like self-regulation mental, well and just his mental capacity is yeah. not it's not there and it's sort of apparent right yeah. yeah so why are we even considering someone like that right because he's the wall street pick you know yeah but the, one of but, why, but why would any like again with this idea that like whoever whoever is nominated by, yeah. by the democratic yeah. party is who we have to get behind yep don't like it that's bullshit Don't it's a like bullshit it. idea yeah to, i mean i understand like that is the way to get to consolidate votes, but right. how about this idea? Let's actually elect the person that we want. That we want first. <laughs> Let's start with like look at the person that Bernie Bro is the best. You're for, a frat boy. Yeah, you hate America. Yeah, we hate America. Yeah. Okay, boomer. <laughs> part of this but punk rock was the the antidote to all of that that would have 
um, had us follow right in line, you know, right. Well, people were just like, I don't really want to be in a beige cubicle driving. A right. beige. It's you funny. Know? Cause I, I've had several people like sort of invite me into the, like mm-hmm. they they misremember my or they just don't know me but they yeah, think yeah. like yeah you're punk you were in the punk rock. Yeah, yeah i've had several people say that yeah. like you know how it was when we were growing up we were right. punk rock. and i never was yeah. into the music that much i do like certain well, a little younger of, too like the young like but but i was always a punk yeah, like i was yeah, a, yeah. i had a punk attitude yeah i listened to hip-hop yeah and i listened to rock yeah but I was a punk. I yeah. was like, no, don't fucking tell me yeah. the way I'm going to, you know, I have, we know what our way is right. We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I like that. I like that that comes across in my, in my attitude or my mm-hmm. presentation, at least that I, it really didn't have a whole lot. I mean, it kind of had something to do with the music, but the music was secondary to the choices. I think people right. were making Yeah, the choice and hip hop, hip hop had played a big role. Like, There's I think the, same, the two the things same. were, like, side by side. Yeah, we talked about this recently, yeah. a friend of mine and I. Um, it's, I think they were, they were sort of, they were brothers. They yeah. Were like a, well, Go-Go and Punk in D.C. Right. were parallel. And then that kind of just, I don't think D.C. started it, but that kind of became, like, I, I, I never had an experience in my scene that didn't include whatever was going on in hip-hop. Right. And that I don't, so I don't separate them out. But yeah, so, so for me, the music was really important, but it was more about the like, um, okay, boomer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't tell us what to do. We, no, we well, why, would I, we, why would I want to sell insurance? That's, yeah. No, thanks. So I think we were a necessary link yeah. in, or we were the, the broken link in the yeah. chain and yeah. the ones coming after us get to start a new yeah. chain. Yeah. And that's my hope. That's the only hope I have. It yeah. doesn't, it doesn't mean we'll get there, but I do feel like, um, evolution is slow, glacially slow and geologic time, you know, will be like, we, the, I think you and I talked about this once. It, it we're, we're not even really in a event. <laughs> we're just sort of like, you know, we use like a bunch of mashed plastic under some <laughs> layers of Right. We're part of the Great Pacific Gyre or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just one bottle. They'll be like, that. that was weird. What were they up to? Yeah. <laughs> What's all this plastic about? Yeah. But um, but if our species is going to make it, those those young folks are going to be the reason why. You know, yeah. if we last, because that's going to be the hard thing they're going to have to do is figure out how to last in this climate, adapting biologically as well as you know survivally. Right. Like co- cooperatively. Survivally is the wrong word. <laughs> it's not even a word. But I, but I like Cooperatively. Yeah. I, get, I know what you're getting at. Survivally. It's you right, know what I mean. Yeah. But the, I think that's the only thing. I mean, we're headed toward catastrophe almost yeah. certainly. For in in yeah, lots of different. It's already there for a lot of, of people. Yeah. Less fortunate. But I mean, places, like yeah. globally, yeah. it's there's no hiding from it anymore. We're, everybody's going to get a taste of it. It's going to flood. One, yeah. One by one, people are going to... Mm-hmm wake up to the fact that that's real and then the only survival tactic is is community like to get to yeah. band together yeah so i feel like the politics will have to fall away yeah. as as a it's just not the model that right where that's going to happen yeah it never really has it's always been separated and all about battle yeah but when it comes down to resources and can we you know how do we do it yeah you do it together or not at yeah all. Yeah, well, I think that's where a lot of the indigenous cultures were so successful is they didn't try to industrialize. They knew they were part of it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't. it's hard to romanticize entire groups of people that, you know, you don't 
Um, Never had contact. Well, with. you don't want to speak for people, but yeah. but the 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 idea that there were tens of thousands of centuries where we weren't doing this, right. and we had evolved tools. We didn't have computers, but why would why the hell would we have needed them? Right. It wasn't really. Well, that's one thing I wonder is like even if. Well, if we survive all the climate stuff and mm -hmm. all the war and all the famine that's going to come, and um, are we going to be able to, in our minds, like forget where we came from yeah. enough to return to right. what actually yeah. works? Like, yeah. to, to, like, will we ever reunify with nature as an animal species, or have we become so separate from it that there's it's cyborg till the end? You know, like mm -hmm. till destruction. Right. Yeah, because I feel like the gen the generations that are coming up now, even though they're born into the digital mm -hmm. mania and there's no real escaping it, um, at least on a social level, they understand what it, what it means to be connected. Um, More yeah. yeah, something. There's yeah. something there still in the human spirit and yeah. the the animal nature of our species that wants us to be together and work mm -hmm. together, and so. I just wonder if we're going to be able to extract all the <laughs> destruction yeah. that led to, That's you know, are we going to reawaken? Yeah. Are we going to have like a spiritual awakening or a way in which we can see ourselves as part of it again instead right. of separate from? Yeah. Yeah. That That's the hard part. And, and the part that we don't get to know about, which is, is unfortunate. That's well, the only sucky thing about dying is that you don't get to see how it plays out. <laughs> maybe we do, though. Yeah, right. Maybe you can. Maybe, maybe you can see from the other side. Yeah, and maybe you get. To, maybe you do come back. Who knows? Yeah. And go through it again until you get it right. Which would be a good segue to talk about your book. Oh yeah, right. Let's, let's do that right. for a minute. Okay. And then wrap up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you wrote a book. I did. And it's it's partially autobiographical, or may, yeah, well, I'll let you describe. Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, you can. Well, it. So. Um, as we were just talking about punk rock, right? Mm -hmm. That era in my life was uh, when I was a teenager. And the the Las Vegas punk rock scene was really weird because we were in the middle of all these... Um, the, in the tour circuit, we were right in the middle of all that. And so it was kind of a, a place everybody wanted to play because it was so weird. Right. Such a weird time. And you were an actual participant. Yeah, in it. yeah. I had a band and we were already... And that was kind of unusual mm -hmm. at the time. And there was a female, me. And right. so people liked us. And and a person of color, right? Didn't you tell me there's a, at one point? <laughs> we had a person of color. a black dude. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. It's rare in Vegas. <laughs> no, we actually had a few, but it I, I don't know that they, I mean, occasionally. In scene? After I left, yeah, yeah. There, we had more than one, um, mostly men. I think the women were kind of like, I don't know. What, what, yeah. Know, why would it? But, um. It changed after I left, though. But the uh, the era, yeah, the era was still like redneck kids and Mormons and and you know people coming out of this weird um, what's the right word factory town for entertainment is how I put it. Mm -hmm. So everybody's parents were working in the casinos and having these weird shifts and drinking too much and dealing with poverty and it was cheap to live there. So you know a lot of people showed up and everything just kind of like became a boom town. But the parents were all working these weird shifts and tired. And so the kids were just having like the run. Of, I mean, I know we did a lot of that when we were that age, way more than the kids now. But I mean, it was anarchy. You had especially Hardcore. a lot of freedom to move around. Yeah. So, so very, very dangerous and very um, drug, drug 
infused and also because of the town itself mm-hmm. and then also just a lot of um par- tired parents who didn't have the energy to supervise and or were having life struggles so right really dysfunctional and also really um tight knit mm-hmm. so the book um sh- hopefully be out by the summer and my friend um Chris D. Chris Desjardins is a writer in LA and a mentor. And he has a band called the Flesh Eaters. And he has written a bunch of books and he's a film critic. And he's really nice. He can put it out awesome. on his little imprint. And but the uh his his writing's very kind of dark and I'd say neo noir and a, a little Baudelaire and, and a, you know. Jim Morrison and all that. So anyway, he, he, he's one of those people that was, um, from LA doing this wild stuff that we were emulating. And anyway, so in the story, the, the character that was having the life experiences I, I was having ends up dead and a ghost. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that person then experiences the, the whole scene from the other side or what I'd imagine it would be like to right. in that place. So that's the basic premise, as you know. <laughs> I, I do because I read it yeah. and I loved it. <laughs> Thanks. And I can't wait for the, the final. I'll read it again. I wouldn't call it like, you know, one of the great classics <laughs> for the literature canon, but it was fun to write and it took me a long time and it was cathartic and a revenge story. And, um, Got to work in some of that teenage romance in there too, so that was fun. Yeah, with some people that are no longer alive and right. And uh, the the thing that was the thing that I really learned from doing this, and the thing that I was thinking about encouraging everybody I know to do, is with all of the things that you can't affect that might have happened to you, you know, that were bad, to just write the worst revenge story you can possibly think of. I love that. <laughs> And it feels so much better you when you're done. You're like, it out wow, I should have done that like 30 years ago. Yeah, that's great advice. <laughs> yeah, create a fantasy in which it all goes a different way. Yeah, and then you're you're you know uh, vindicated. Well, and you're like, huh? It it doesn't have to be real at that point. You don't need to go back and do it to the person or whatever. You're just like, oh, that actually felt really good. That's cool. If you do it right, it has. I think you have to really. It took me a while to actually accomplish that my psyche but when i did i was like that was what i really wanted to accomplish well you probably had to get to a certain point where you were even willing to revisit the trauma yeah had to be much older even if you're being you know writing it as a character yeah you needed to step away from that yeah actual event and that person and putting the character in a whole other uh, dimension Dimension. yeah that helps (laughs) yeah but that's what's amazing about writing fiction yeah you you get to you you get to do whatever the hell you want yeah and that was that was where I ended up. I started out like, well, maybe I should just tell the story, and then, you know, somebody, a friend, encouraged me to tell the story just to get it out, like journal it, and then it, that in turned into, oh, hmm. yeah, hmm, where else could this go? Let's go get some payback. That's great. And will you say the title? I love the title. Yeah, uh, you used to know me. Great. And what's the name of the publisher? The, the, do you I know? I can't remember off the top of my head. Sorry, right. Chris. I'll I'll put it if you can figure yeah, yeah. it out. I'll, I'll put Chris, it in the notes. Chris Desjardins is uh, well known enough that uh, some people older than me, me and you, um, will know right off the top of their head. And I'm really bad at 
remembering things. So okay. Well, when it comes out, I can yeah. also make an announcement. Yeah, too. and it'll be like one of those. Uh, there'll be some printed, and then it'll just be by order. So oh, cool. Not gonna, not gonna do any environmental overdo. Good, good idea. Yeah. You're not gonna cut down trees just yeah. for the sake of it. A Vegas ghost story about the era where my dad worked for Elvis and punk rock happened and yeah awesome and then there was some more and then some other stuff (laughs) you'll find out when you read it (laughs) thanks cool all right well anything else you want to talk about or do we no i'm a bernie bro i'm too yeah um i i got a little bit heated there but which i always do if i talk about politics or or uh hypocrisy or corruption yeah but um, well okay boomer yeah bernie bro <laughs> yeah come well, at me <laughs> i come at yeah i can't, can't stop me um bring it yeah i think it's the only way to be and if it's so funny because like if you're a bernie bro you're like i really want you to have health care yeah oh that's so horrible why yeah. would you do that to me nazi you meanie yeah <laughs> why do you hate america it's so wrong why do you care about other people yeah hate america care right. about other people all right. Well, America's open for business. Yeah. So let's go shop. Let's get back and shop. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for coming again. Yep, always thanks for a, having me. Always a pleasure. And I'll talk, talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was my friend Michelle C. and myself. I uh, hope you weren't too offended by some of the opinions shared in this episode. Um, and I hope you at least recognize the right to share them, whether or not you agree. And, you know, I guess take it or leave it. It's a, it's a part of who I am. I'm not trying to be confrontational, but I'm also not trying to hide my beliefs um and it is my god dang show so i guess i can say whatever i want really uh but no offense intended i hope you know that people are deep and complex and they can believe in multiple seemingly uh mutually exclusive ideas you can be very kind and loving and still want to beat the shit out of somebody who's an asshole and even though i don't do that Uh, I abhor physical violence. I can't say that I haven't had that fantasy about certain individuals. But as I said at the beginning, I really do try to act out of love. And um, I think it's important to do that even toward the people who are causing damage. I also think it's important to stand up for your rights and for other people's rights who are disenfranchised. So, uh, in whatever way you're able to do that, I hope you do it. I'm trying to do it. And one of the ways is to speak up against tyranny and bullshit. And, um, there's certainly plenty of that to go around these days. Um, so I had my friend Michelle on an earlier episode, number 24, and we didn't talk about any of this stuff. We talked about her really interesting life. So I uh, entreat you to check that out um, if you want to hear more of Michelle 
and less of politics. Um, and also look for her book this summer. It's called You Used to Know Me, and it's going to be on Poison Fang Books. I'll announce it again when it, when it is a reality, but just keep an eye out. It's a good read. Uh, so I really do love you. You don't have to love me back, but it would be better if you did because then I won't have to fight you. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, I love you regardless. That's the whole point. And uh, I will see you next week. Bye.